0: And we're back. And we have some big news, everyone.
1: <laughs> we're not doing this six-minute thing anymore. It's too stressful and bad, and, like, the momentum just gets killed every time. So we're just going to – we've done six of them. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed. And we're just going to do 24 minutes of and now, old-school Astro style. So if you don't like it, yeah. email us at theastropod at gmail.com. I haven't gotten a single email at that address. I mean, I check it. We got some. Oh, we have? Didn't we? You had any emails from me, David?
0: Well, didn't that guy email you that you gave the card to? No, well, I guess he emailed you personally.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And the, the cops. The firemen. Firemen. And the couple at, who were sitting at the counter one of the right. first times we did this. Yeah. Did they email us there? Yes. No, I think that I, like, I gave them my business card, because it has, okay, so let's talk about business cards, because <laughs> you've been wanting to get business cards. I'm like the king of business cards. You are cards. the king.
0: Everywhere you go, you give people business cards. Well, why not? People are like, why yeah, do you I have mean, business
1: cards? It's 2018. Like, You could just use Facebook. And I'm like, that's well, why
0: I would use a business card, because then just, people will remember just, you. It's just out of the ordinary. I mean, I don't have a people good reason why not to. People love this card. It's a great card. If I, you, I've, I've if s- people it. have sent me photographs it's of a great this card,
1: card in all sorts of interesting scenarios. People have seen this card who you know have gone into places. They didn't know that they had any connection to the place. It's a great business seen. card. I'm not so telling you to do it. You describe it.
0: It's a picture of Richard and he's wearing a suit jacket and a, t- a tie and he's laying down on a flower patterned couch. He's f- he's laying down like horizontally his feet are up on the armrests. It's a love, red seat, socks, really. love seat really. Loves yeah. There's a cocktail that looks on the coffee table and you have your dog Jubal in your lap. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're looking at the camera but Jubal's like looking to the left. He's looking at me. And, and, and you look very serious. Well so do you want the backstory? Yeah. Well, let's just And in the back it says Richard Parks the 3rd. Writer, director, dog owner—is that your cell phone number? Yeah. Wow. And then it has your email and your website and your Twitter handle.
1: So, do you do you see the wooden ladder in the background? Yes. It's actually a sliding ladder, and we're inside the oldest Victorian structure in San Luis Obispo, Ooh. which is now a bread right and breakfast. A bread and
0: breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> which is like a bed and breakfast. It's They only give you bread. You have it's to walk like, in backwards. It's like being in prison. You
1: sleep on the bread, and you, and then you eat a bed in the morning. So uh, highly recommend you're going there. But they have this old-fashioned library still. This is like the front room. Bed right? and Bread and breakfast and ladder. Yes, exactly. Um, and this was at the San Luis Obispo Jewish Film Festival quite a few years ago. Um, huh. I didn't I, know
0: that was a thing. Are there a lot of it's
1: Jews in San I didn't count, but um, <laughs> I had this movie, this short film, short documentary about that had a lot of Judaism in it, and it ended up doing really well on the Jewish film festival circuit. And it kind of like, I mean, I got into some of the bigger ones, and then once that happens, it's just you'll start getting emails from a lot of the smaller ones saying like hey could we screen your movie so i heard uh out of the blue from from the san luis obispo jewish film festival and they were like we can't offer you a screener fee but we would love to guest you during the festival like we try to ensure that all the filmmakers make it down we can wine and dine you mm. and i was like i absolutely accept with like i've, I've won rider clause which is that i need a dog friendly uh bread, and breakfast. <laughs> so they put us up in this great place, which, you know, I think otherwise I would have stayed in the whatever kind of like quote-unquote nice, you yeah. know, hotel there was there. But this was really fun. And there's just like eight rooms or something like this, this big old Victorian house right in the middle of the old downtown. And uh, we left Jubal in the room when my movie was screening. And my movie did a lot of screenings with this movie about called Hava, about Hava Nagila. Uh-huh which heavily features an interview with my friend Josh Kuhn, which is very funny. So I was, like, touring with Josh Kuhn, uh, and he was interviewed in it for uh, inside of Cantor's, I think, which Cantor's also features in my documentary Music Man Murray, um, which is the one that was... Thank you, Martha. Yes. Uh, yes, please. And
0: may I have a glass of water? Of course. You want some water? Uh, yeah, I'll take one, too.
1: So during Hava, which, you know, usually it's like my film would screen, Hava would screen or whatever feature, because mine was 22 minutes, so it would be paired with a feature, and then there would be the Q&A after. Sometime during the Hava screening, um, somebody came in, they're like, are you the one with the dog at the bed and breakfast? And we're like, yeah, and they're like, he's apparently very upset, and he's inside the room. I mean, jubilee separation anxiety, right. and so he didn't like being in this strange place. Which, by the way, I had a great time staying there, but I think it literally was haunted. Um, so we ended up leaving the screening early. I did do the Q and A. Maybe, maybe there was an intro or something beforehand. Somehow, I was able to leave, and um, I came back, and we were having a drink in the library and hanging out. And this is one of the, this is like a collection of broadsheet newspapers, like from the local newspaper, in front of me. And, um, yeah, lace curtains, it was, it was pretty fun. So that's the backstory on that. But people really seem to like this card, and it's nice to have a photo of you on your card. And uh, you like cards, so you want to do cards for this podcast. I mean, this podcast is the first project I've done that probably that I don't have cards for, because I also have cards for Richard's Famous Food podcast. This is a pickle
0: with headphones on?
1: Yeah, they kind of look like Beats by Dre headphones. My friend James uh, designed this card, which James has done. James Braithwaite. Check him out. Thebathwater.com. He is a Oscar-nominated illustrator. Wow. Yeah, he did this great. He drew every frame of this amazing little short film um, about John Lennon. It's this recording during the bed-in. Uh, John and Yoko's bed-in yeah, in no, Toronto. No. It's this famous story in Canada. I knew the story just from like living in Canada, or maybe I heard it in school or something. This 14-year-old kid played hooky from middle school or whatever and somehow when there was no press availability had like sneaked up to John Lennon's room, I think this is the story, and like got to him and secured an interview with him and like recorded it, this is like in the early 70s or whatever, on like a reel-to-reel tape recorder and he had this thing and he was just sort of like sitting on it and it was this famous story in Canada and then um, my friends uh, James and Josh and another collaborator of theirs got in touch with the director who's now like a lawyer or something like that and through the National Film Board of Canada, um, got support to make this like beautiful free associative animation wow. based on j- the interview, and it's like really like bringing to life a lot of the like kind of puns and like wordplay and like f- just free associative through these like this stretching like, like changing very kind of textured ink, illustrated technique that literally James drew every frame of. Wow. Uh, you can see it online. It's called "I Met the Walrus." Um, but so James like, will d- draw stuff for like anything I'm working on, he's so amazing. I met him in college, we lived on the same street and we started having a snowball fight and that's how we met um, in like 2001. And he's going to be here this weekend. Cool. He's going to be staying with me for a couple nights, um, I'm so excited. I don't know what he's doing here, if he has a plan. And then on the back it says Richard's Famous Food Podcast, but it kind of looks like meat glue. It does. So those are my cards that I have and what, yeah, you want to do a card for the Astro? Yeah. Why?
0: Well, it seems like it'd be fun. You sold me on the idea of having cards. I don't know. What's it going to be though? What's the image going to be? Pictures of us and Martha?
1: We should get one today. We don't have a photo of Martha. We don't. We should get one with the three of us. Yeah. We never got to talk about your fashion. We can talk about my fashion. Do you want to? Sure. Let's finish up the business card first. It shouldn't be the logo of our podcast the way we have it, which is a photo of the Astro well, sign, which is great. It looks like a star and it has neon. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you just said it's good to have your photo on your card, so I was just. Oh, I think it's a per. Yeah. People will then be like, "Wait, I met a lot of people last night. Who's David again?" Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Right. I mean, it's good or bad depending on how you behave.
0: I'm usually pretty good at parties. You're great at parties. I am usually the last to leave.
1: <laughs> it's true isn't it?
0: Yeah. You like going out.
1: I do like to go out. I like going out too. But I also have a fierce antisocial streak. Really? Oh yeah. Why? Gotta balance all that going out <laughs> With fear of other human beings Yeah, I guess so I don't know if antisocial is like entirely accurate But that's a catch-all I crushed that waffle You killed it, you killed it. And I, I had already had breakfast by the time I walked in here
0: I can't even deal with this
1: That waffle was really good I, Well, yeah,
0: I have had to before. try it but, uh, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I, I didn't just say kidding. that I would
1: split it with you, didn't I? I'm just kidding. But you hardly no, made you, a dent in uh, your yeah, Do you um, not like it, or what? It's fine it's good. It's we fun. really got to do something about the food here. We're going to keep doing this.
0: <laughs> it's just like a, I mean, it, it was fine. The amount I ate was great, but it's like they served me like four times more food than I need, you know?
1: Yeah, the portions are punishing. Yeah,
0: as are the prices.
1: <laughs> so you're wearing a plaid, a somewhat rumpled shirt. Yep. Long sleeve, lots of buttons. It's I'd sort- say it's
0: the typical amount of buttons on a shirt.
1: Well, we got the ones on two breast pockets, both with buttons. Yeah. I like it when a shirt like that has the breast pockets, but they're kind of bigger and they don't have buttons. Huh. I love that. love that in a shirt. But so, the, And it's got like a kind of pink to auburn, uh, dark blue, light blue. And then there's a pattern as well as the stripes and plaid. It's like, a, what is that? There's just some geometrical shapes running up and down it. It's, it's a shirt. It's, uh, it's a nice shirt. It's fine. And then show me your t shirt underneath because he, he's got it open and underneath it's he has a heavily branded Los <laughs> Angeles Winter Polo Picnic, January 27th through 28th, 2018. So you were just there. I was just there. And okay, sponsors include Around the Cycle, Craftsman Brewing Company in Pasadena, Jinxie Wheel Covers, and Roadrunner Bags. They sponsored it, so shouts to them. Do you know about bike polo? I can imagine what it is. Where do they do it?
0: There's this park by my house, uh, the Montecito Rec Center. There's a tennis court, and they play bike polo on the tennis court, and they actually, my friends got a permit. This is like, this is like a big deal. People came from all over their country to compete in it from as far as Alaska. And uh,
1: Is that down across from Debs? Yeah,
0: it's right next to uh, Debs. And... Uh, They like, it was crazy how much work they put into it. They basically covered all the surface, all the walls around the tennis court with plywood, sheets of plywood, Uh and made like a rink. A rink? A ring, a rink. Rink. They had goals, and they played bike polo for a weekend, but it was also just like... A lot of drinking and partying. It's like, like you know, it's like sort of like veers to the like gutter punk sort of scene. Really? Yeah, like a lot of sort of like...
1: That that bike polo gutter punk life. Du- yeah,
0: yeah. It's basically that kind of... In the Venn diagram of gutter punks and, and bike polo people, it's like a big overlap, you know? You
1: guys know what we're talking about, Astro listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're picking up what we're putting down. And uh, yeah, so the people who live in our old house, our friend Betsy and her boyfriend... They, she, he also host, hosted it, arranged it, did all the work to make it happen. So there was like ten people. Cause staying he's at, a bike poloist. Yeah, he's a bike poloist. There was like ten people staying at their house. Like I walked over there. There was like the yard was full of tents and like there was like bonfires every night and it was really fun to sort of like latch not latch onto but like I we went by and saw like a couple of the matches and then hung out at our old house and sat around the fire with some some bike polo kids and I got this t-shirt for ten dollars from Olsen, he had them made. All right, let's move on to your pants. They're just pants. They used to belong to my brother-in-law, but then he gave them to me. And I hate these shoes. I feel like they're not really.
1: What are they, like vans.
0: They're like vans that try to look fancy. Fancy vans? Fancy vans.
1: They should call them fans. Those are fancy fans. Well, fancy fans <laughs> and breads and breakfasts. Here on The Astro, old school, 24-minute extra soap. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's... Are we being insulting to our (laughs) listeners right now?
0: I just feel like this episode is a manifestation of, like, the The cloudiness that is my head right now. Why
1: are you always sick?
0: I'm not always sick. I never get sick.
1: I think you've been sick the entire production of The Astro. It's (laughs) ten weeks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe this has happened to a kid in preschool. Yeah. Um,
1: but you're feeling cloudy right now? Yeah, yeah. Even though you didn't drink last night, you picked up a beer and then you put I it picked back. picked up a beer and I <laughs> put it
0: back. It wasn't a beer, actually. It was a hard cider. That was like the calculation my mind was like, I'm sick. I shouldn't drink beer. It's I should drink a cider. cider. Yeah. <laughs> then, Lighter. Yeah. And then it's like got fruit in it. Fruit's good for you. <laughs> You're sick. You should have I don't juice, know if that right? counts as good <laughs> fruit. The point is, I didn't drink last night.
1: Do you have any plans for the weekend?
0: E... no. Uh, I don't think so. I don't we run so. to
1: the portion where we just made
0: <laughs> non. Well, I looked at my calendar, and there's a there's some event happening at Skylight Books. E... but no. But what Kat- Katya put it in the calendar. Oh, it's a and so it might event. be a thing that she's going to and it's just to let me know that I have to just stay home with Faye that night. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> do you Although we've we taken Faye to readings and she's pretty good. I don't. Uh,
1: Skylight does great events. Shout out to Skylight. Skylight uh, Books. A favorite local bookstore.
0: Yeah, maybe Kate will do a reading there when her book comes out. That'd she cool. should. Um,
1: let me know when you guys go to Skylight for stuff because I'm never there. Well, Saturday so. night.
0: Either I or Kate will be there. Should we look it up, see what it is? Sure.
1: Let's do something right now that we've never done before. Okay. You decide.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just going to drink some coffee real quick. Have we run
1: out of stuff? I mean, should we really <laughs> maybe, stop doing maybe, this? Maybe this is like the last episode. This is like really bad. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. Why are we doing this? Why do we put ourselves out there? I mean, it, it, it does take effort. It does take resources. And, like, we're just doing it. And here we are.
0: I do feel like maybe it was just we got too high concept. And it threw us off our game. So it was my
1: microsodes that messed us up. Because otherwise we'd be into some sort of flow by now. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And now we're just like...
1: I think it's up to the self-consciousness. Now we're looking at
0: what's happening on the weekend on our phones. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should try to grab someone and interview them. I mean, I really want to interview that guy who I think owns the joint. Was he the
1: one who was just eating behind us?
0: No. Oh. The the old Greek guy. I assume he's Greek.
1: Do you want to flag her down and see if we can interview her?
0: (laughs) We should. She's just standing there staring out of the window, not really doing anything. What's the biggest problem in your life right now? Problem in my life? Uh, just, I would say like a lack of organization.
1: How does that manifest itself? What are you thinking about right now? Um, like, are you thinking you have emails or like stuff on the floor or.
0: I'm not thinking about it right now, but oftentimes I have this idea that I'll get to a bunch of stuff at the end of the day and then I don't, and then the next day I realize I didn't get to all the stuff, but then it piles up and I don't know.
1: Do you do to-do lists? No. Man, those are for wimps, (laughs) losers, lamos. So you're not exactly about that. I feel like the
0: the the most pressing issue right now is just trying to save this episode. (laughs) Like, how do we save this episode right (laughs) now?
1: Do you? I think that the microsodes were actually fine, but this one is the one that really is terrible. Well, we just
0: tried to switch gears. Well, we only have seven more minutes. How hard is it to come up with seven minutes of quality content?
1: At a moment's notice, at the drop of a hat? Not hard. Why is it hard for you?
0: <laughs> well,
1: Should we just be antagonistic to each other? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I just meant as a project, not because we actually want to be.
0: Should we order a milkshake? Sure. I can't. Two milk milkshakes
1: there, right? so that I can get your cold.
0: Well, like the idea of just. A bunch of dairy when you're all stuffed up seems like a bad idea, too. Yeah,
1: but when he was making that Unless milkshake, the you, you milkshake. were like,
0: hmm. Well, milkshakes are delicious.
1: Why? Because McDonald's milkshake's is just like water and It's fake, all like chemicals. Fakeness. Yeah, chemicals.
0: Just pumping yeah. you full of chemicals. You've seen the founder, is it what it's called? The founder, yeah. In fact. They talk about that, where she puts the powder in the water and it makes a milkshake.
1: Oh, that's right. And he's like, well, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. I'm quoting the founder in my Galax story. I don't know. Steeples, flags, arches. McDonald's can be the new American
0: church. He was right.
1: Yeah, and then I like trip out on that in my hopefully not terrible voiceover. I'm going to hear a cut of that this week or I something.
0: Ed- I edited one of the pieces yesterday. Well, not edited, but I listened to it and gave notes.
1: One of the, oh, the, one of the other pieces for the music documentary series. Shirley. Which one?
0: <laughs> Which one? It's about Glenn Shirley. Do you know who Glenn Shirley was? Nope. Um, you know who Johnny Cash is? Nope. So Johnny Cash was a country singer, famous, and he was sort of like kind of a joke. He was doing like these dumb novelty albums and his career was pretty much... Johnny Cash was? Yeah, it was like his career was kind of over. And then he did this concert at Folsom Prison and it sort of turned his career around. And while he was at that concert, there was a prisoner named Glenn Shirley who was an incarcerated lifelong criminal at Folsom who also wrote and recorded country songs in his cell. And the night before the show, this pastor gave uh, him one of those songs. And so... Gave who one of what songs? Gave Johnny Cash this Glenn, tape of Glen Shirley's, Shirley's song, song. Greystone wow. Chapel, and um, he loved it, and he's like, I want to record this, I want to play it. So he closes out the Folsom Prison concert with a Glenn Shirley cover, and Glenn Shirley's in the audience, and he's like, like, super happy. How does the song go? Uh, Sing us a few bars. Uh, I don't, there's a Greystone Chapel. That's all. And then, Anyway, but... Down on your under heels. Which side. is a great line. It's like down, they can, they can, they can imprison a man's body, but his soul is—I don't know, whatever. But, <laughs> but his soul is whatever. But then Johnny Cash sort of takes on Glenn Shirley as a project, and at the time Johnny Cash is like going through his own issues with substance abuse and womanizing, and like you know, he's just kind of like a a man, a man fucking up his life, and. Glenn Shirley was a man who fucked up his life, too. And so he tries to save Glenn Shirley. Gets him out of prison, gets him a record deal, takes him out on tour with him, and the, I guess the central question of the story is, can you can you save a man from himself? Hmm. You know? What do you think? Well, I don't want to give anything away from what happens in the story, but I think a, a person has to kind of save themselves. I don't think someone else can... I mean, I think you can be presented with opportunities, but at the end of the day, it's like you gotta have enough self-control to to use those opportunities to your advantage, and not just, you know, just sort of fall back into your old, you know, habits. That's what I'm trying to do
1: right now. Every damn day. What is that
0: vibrating? It must be a car or something.
1: I think it's a truck.
0: Yeah.
1: For whatever reason, I know it's not related really, but famously, Bob Dylan, I think in a song, said, you gotta serve somebody. Right. And then I think that somebody, like a reporter, asked John Lennon what he thought of that, and he said, serve yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. I think that John Lennon and I would have been friends. Yeah. Yeah, given the chance. Just like... You know, I think me and Scarlett Johansson would be a good couple.
0: <laughs> How does Kate feel about that? Nah, I'm kidding. On both counts. You know, I think you could have been friends with Charlie Lennon. I mean, there's a bit of an age difference, but... <laughs> we would have made it work. Yeah. He was so ahead of his time. Yeah. Serve yourself. And you're of your time.
1: Right. I'm perfectly... <laughs> I'm letting him catch up to me. Yeah. 60 59 58 57 56 55 54 53 52 51 50 49 48 47 46 45 44 43 42 41 40 39 38
0: 37 36 All right 30 seconds left What uh Can we save this?
1: Can we save this in
0: 30 seconds? No, I meant like Can we save humanity? It seems like everything's about to go down pretty hard
1: Maybe that's what's wrong right now Maybe that's Maybe Trump is why this episode sucks Yeah You know what I say to that though, David?
0: What? Save yourself (laughs) I think it's serve yourself